I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. We have a shortage of nurses. 57,000 yes. registered nurses needed. Mm -hmm. That's according to statistics published by the Texas Department of State Health Services. Steve Taylor spoke to Labor Commissioner Julian Alvarez of the Texas Workforce Commission about this nursing shortage. Tell us more about that. So back in March of 30th, we had every major hospital in Texas convening to discuss the shortage of nurses. And we know for a fact, by reports and data that's out there, that 57,000 nurses are needed between now and 2032. But that's amazing. So right now we're working with higher ed, part of the tri-agency efforts. We're working with the Board of Nursing. So this past week, uh, Dr. Hooper, who's on the Board of Nursing staff, actually made a presentation on this initiative that I'm rolling out. And so folks that are involved are like DHR, Ida, uh, Coronado Garcia, who you heard from earlier, um, Manny Vela, he had representation there, uh, uh, Baylor Scott and White, MD Anderson, you name it, they were there. And so everyone knows that there's this, there's this, um, there's this demand for registered nurses. With the help of my two fellow commissioners, we were able to actually put aside $10 million for paid clinicals. Right now, students don't get paid to do clinical work, rotations. And so with the help of my fellow commissioners and to address the nursing shortage, and as a result of what we've been hearing from stakeholders, do I go to work or do I do a clinical? Do I go into the healthcare industry or do I go somewhere else? Knowing that if I do clinical work, I'm not going to get paid for it. So this is a game changer. So I want to thank my fellow commissioners for supporting me on that. And so, again, this was from conversations we've had with DHR, Valley Baptist, you know, major hospitals here in, in the Valley. But it must be an uphill task, that sort oh, yeah. of figure, to get to that figure by 2032. That's tough. Well, so we know, Steve, that you were at the unveiling or the announcement at South Texas College where Hidalgo County Judge uh, Cortez made the, uh, set aside the $4 million for building capacity. And so that was one of the recommendations that came from stakeholders was that we didn't have enough instructors teaching these classes. So you can see that everyone's addressing this nursing shortage. And I want to tell you, I want to compliment Governor Abbott for taking the lead on addressing this shortage and allowing folks like me to take the lead on this initiative. And again, this has to be approved by the Board of Nursing, Higher Ed, and the Department of Labor. And this is uh, a registered apprenticeship nurse. You hear this, this story down here, I'm not an expert, but one of the bottlenecks here in this part of Texas is plenty of potential applicants, their English is not good enough. Mm -hmm. that they, If they were allowed to do the coursework in Spanish and become nurses you know, in Spanish, uh, they could get there. Well, so I will tell you, the Office of uh, Adult Education and Literacy is helping with that. Matter of fact, there are some nurses that are from another country uh, that have that deficiency with the English, and we're helping them, and that's on our dollar. And so I want to say that's in the central Texas area with, um, not rural capital, but um, with the uh, capital area uh, workforce board, uh, we're addressing that. So if they have that English or, or if they have that English, uh, you know, deficiency. barrier deficiency and reading and speaking, we're helping them with that. So you, that could be done down here as well? And, and I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. There's so many things that are happening. And of course, we only had, you know, 20 minutes to explain to everybody what some of the services, but some of the other things that are, that the local workforce board is doing is they're providing travel vouchers. Uh, we're providing money for equipment. Uh, and you know the supplies needed and so 
really, if you go into that industry right now, you know, you could probably graduate in those industries with the help of the Texas Workforce Commission and maybe other entities debt-free. And so that meeting where you convened mm-hmm. all the hospital groups, that was in Austin? So that was in Austin on March 30th. We are having a follow-up because we provided them with a resource manual um, with a homework. So we gave them homework, and what we wanted them to do was for these groups that attended, we invited higher ed, uh, our college partners, because they provide this training, and then, of course, we provided the, we asked the employers to attend. And what we did, Steve, I just thought it would be a good opportunity for us to get um, uh, work groups of, again, workforce boards, community colleges, and employers in the healthcare system to all kind of have these conversations on what is it we really need as a nurse. And so I'm not trying to water down the profession. All we're looking at is there is there an alternative route to kind of expediting this nursing shortage or addressing the nursing shortage. I'm trying to remember what it was about, but South Texas College put out a press release a few weeks ago, really didn't get a lot of traction, but it wasn't specifically nursing, but they said that there's a massive signing on bonus for from Laredo mm-hmm. Medical Center. They want to come into the valley and you get a big, you know, a, a nice size check if you go and work at that medical center. Yeah. And it was, it was sort of allied to nursing. It just yeah. showed you. So the difference between those folks and what we're trying to do is, you know, these traveling nurses, which I thought was a great idea, but you have to understand when you have an apprenticeship program, and so you're in, you're embedded in the curriculum, both at the high school, which starts at the high school, and the colleges, you're going to be tending. You're you're going to your the the trend is going to be for that nurse to stay with you. So you're not going to have that problem. So really, our whole the whole idea, the concept of this having this meeting, was to revisit the program and also to encourage those individuals to to invest in uh, future nurses. And I'll tell you something, Steve, what we're rolling out is the first in its country. And so we're hoping that DHR is going to be one of those hospitals that's going to take advantage of this free money that we've put aside for paid clinicals. And you'll you'll see that that was one of the biggest recommendations uh, from this committee, which was, was, was formed back in the Back in 2001, they made recommendations, the legislature made recommendations to higher ed about addressing the nursing shortage. It couldn't have happened at a better time now that the governor's tri-agency efforts are moving ahead. And so us being able to work with the high schools, providing them with those those courses needed for our articulation agreements, uh, stackable credentials, dual credit, the Valley's doing it. Think about what, you know, Dr. King did, who has recently been renamed as the Region 1 Executive Director. He had this vision about graduating high school students as registered nurses or ADNs. I mean, that's where the Valley is right now. Can the legislature do anything more when they get into this intercession to help this specific topic? You know, maybe looking at a way, and you know, we're very fortunate that people like Senator Hinojosa, who's going to serve on the Appropriations Committee, you know, and others that serve on the Education Committee, for them to look at ways that maybe they could help us sustain that that, that funding for paid clinicals. Because what I have is just a, it's a two-year thing, Steve. So I have two years to spend $10 million. And we've been very fortunate because TWC has been awarded the, the, um, the Apprenticeship Expansion Grant uh, for every time that award has been um, uh, available. So South Texas College is a perfect example. The Brewmaster course, that's part of the expansion grant. 
the cybersecurity that's being done at South Texas College. All of those programs are a result of the expansion grant that they received uh, from Carlos Margo and, of course, the leadership there, uh, Dr. Plummer. They've done an excellent job there. Anything else you'd like to add? I tell you what, this event was really good. It was motivating. I mean, the fact that there were women that were sitting next to me, I w if I wouldn't have known, Steve, that they were nuclear physicists, um, these people were aerospace engineers, these people are talking about living on uh, another planet. I mean, how amazing is that? And then for it to be taking place in Brownsville, Texas, uh, this was the best way to market what's going on in the valley. And, you know, platforms like this and what you do to promote all the great things that are happening certainly has, has been positive for South Texas and economic development. And this is what this is what draws employers. Labor Commissioner Alvarez spoke at a conference recently in Brownsville, Inquieta, women maximizing their impact. Commissioner Alvarez spoke to Steve Taylor after the conference. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.